With natural and man-made disasters and economic turmoil, if we don't get well prepared, we will most certainly regret it. Good readiness must include storage of high-quality food that will build us up rather than tear us down. Much of the storable food available is full of bad fats, salt, sugar, nutrient-poor refined foods, and even MSG. In response, EnterHealth Botanicals has created our 40-day and 40-night 100% organic preparedness pail. It's GMO-free and has a 10 to 20-year shelf life if stored at 60 degrees or less. Some of the items need cooking, some can be eaten dry, while some can be soaked and sprouted. These are selling out fast at third the price of storable food packages. Call us at 866-762-9238. That's 866-762-9238. Or go to enerfood.com, E-N-E-R-F-O-O-D.com. 866-762-9238. Or go to E-N-E-R-F-O-O-D.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Hawk coming to you live. It's Thursday night, 5-16-2019. It's a live show. Now, I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, the temperature keeps rising a bit. And just when we probably need some funds to go into space, okay, the House Committee limits space development agency funding and asks for detailed plans. Okay. Funding for a proposed space development agency. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that uh, we're going to be at war here pretty quick if uh, we don't watch out. And at that point in time, it's all off because this war is not going to be the last war. And rightly so, uh, 120,000 troops does not do anything, in a sense, in a war, because you have to then assume that the war will be a conventional war. And that the conventional war, of course, with the same type of Iraqi experience, all right, would be, you know, precision, uh, bombing campaigns and lightning strikes of, uh, you know, uh, armored brigades up through the gut, all right? The one hole, the two hole, the three hole, boom, 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 straight up and down the gut and all the, all the things involved. But the fact of the matter is you're not dealing this time with just The Iraqis. You're dealing also with the Iranians here is what you're dealing with. And if people do not recall when the Iranians fought Saddam Hussein, which is why uh, the U.S. Agriculture Department funded a lot of Saddam Hussein's, quote unquote, research into what actually was chemical and biological weapons and nuclear weapons, but for the most part, it was chem and bio because they used, Saddam used chemical weapons on the Iranians. And the Iranians put, I think, as I recall back then, close to uh, uh, 500,000 men or a million men in the field against Saddam Hussein. And old Saddam, in a conventional struggle, you know, against an Iranian 
type opponent. He was taking it to him pretty good, and then they just counterattacked with human wave after human wave, a jihadi Joe. So I'm just telling you is that this whole thing is a whole different thing, and we're in a crucible of a different type, because here is the other aspect of it. The other aspect of it is we've got a U.S. election coming up, in the in the coming year and in spite of what people think uh you have to win this thing state by state by state and it seems like president trump has done all of the things or a whole lot of the things he promised and i agree with that but what you don't understand if you like trump is that 90 Three percent, ninety-three out of a hundred outlets, or ninety-three out of a hundred every story written about President Trump, his administration, and any of his credits or anything he's done good or bad. Ninety-three out of a hundred of them have been totally bad about Trump, and say that he is a bad guy, a crook. Uh, uh, corrupt, a Russian, he's a dictator, he's all of these things that he really is not. But when you have 93 out of 100, like say newspapers, TV stations, radio stations, you know, all of this saying that he is, then that is reaching a high proportion of people in the United States who may not be as well as formed as you are. And they just hate Trump. They don't necessarily know why. They just think he is this, that, and the other. So you have scenarios where you could lose a Pennsylvania. You could lose a Michigan. You could lose, you know, Ohio or a, or a, or a, uh, 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 another state or two that Trump may have won. Before, simply because of what took place. The other thing and the other factor is certain things change from what they originally proposed when committee, uh, House Committee, uh, on, on the, uh, Ways and Means, Chairman Brady at the time proposed all the tax plans. They didn't necessarily put in there that they were going to penalize New York, California, Connecticut, uh, the high-tech states. Pennsylvania is also a high-tech state. Illinois, uh, uh, all different types of ones on the West Coast, East Coast, and then a large number of the states like Illinois, uh, uh, quite frankly, uh, all up and down the eastern seaboard is pretty much in that vein of that and the reason being is their house prices are higher and consequently Trump could lose it because many people there even though they may have gotten a job or gone back to work actually are paying higher taxes because of the fact that they cannot fully deduct their house 
state and local income tax or state and local real estate taxes off the income tax. And then the other factor is on the coast, you still have, and then also in a lot of major cities, you still have a large number of tent people and homeless people and people on the street and sleeping in the back of their cars and all of these items because what has happened is you're still getting millions of illegal aliens in a year. Now, people say, well, you know, that doesn't make a difference. The fact is, is that a large number of the jobs that would have been created and have been created under Trump, because we still have the lowest unemployment rate, but when you start to look at the unemployment, you also have to figure is that you're also adding to the large number of people coming in. The real number is millions annually of the illegal uh, immigrants, okay? I still call them illegal aliens. So consequently, you could have a scenario where they're being all signed up to vote Democratic. And you don't know what the heck is going to go down as far as the stealing of election goes again. And the heck with uh, <laughs> Russia and all these people. What the heck is uh, China going to do? You think that China might like to see Biden? Uh, Joe Biden, whose uh, son, uh, after he uh, flew with Joe to, uh, you know, to Red China, Joe's little bitty son's little bitty uh, investment banking deal, according to Peter Schweitzer, Secret Empires, Got, you know, a billion-dollar deal from the Red Chinese in a little boutique investment firm, okay, hedge fund or whatever it was. So the Red Chinese are voting Democratic next time, I guarantee you. And the Red Chinese already elected uh, a president twice, Slick Willie Clinton. And they tried to get Hillary, but she wasn't as adept at the time of hiding the money. And you remember, she had to give the Chinese money back. So this is a little different way I'm starting tonight than when I thought I might start, because I'm going to tell you something. I'm still very, very, very much on a preparation type of an item or, or a proposal for you out there to urge you to continue to prepare in earnest. Because of all of this election scenario and because of the Luciferian scenario on the planet where they're behind on Lucy's schedule, okay? Trump is not a Luciferian, but he is in fact sort of backing off of the initial attack on Iran that Bolton is pushing like crazy. But you see, the United States intelligence community has already blown two coup d'etat attempts on Maduro. They blew three at least, and they finally just had to kill him with the with the quick cancer, somehow or another injected or given to him. And that was hastened by those that were in the Vatican crew 
the Luciferians inside the Vatican. Because as you recall, when I told you, and Brother Quayle had the information direct from the MMB, there was a meeting that was held with the giant underneath the Vatican and the ancient Roman necropolis. Now, necropolis is where they built houses for the dead, and they used to take put food and wine down through the top to, you know, feed them through their lifetime, whatever. But that Roman necropolis had a giant in it, and there was the BBG, allegedly, Boutros Boutros Gali, allegedly with the Book of Spells controlling the giant, and that there were all these hooded people. And you can see, uh, if you go up to Steve Quayle's uh, Genesis 6 Giants page, there are some artist renderings of giants and things, and you can actually see a rendering, I believe it's still up there, of a giant sort of in chain, and then a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl up there in a little, uh, uh, you know, laying on the steps in front of the giant, a BBG type off to the left with the Book of Spells and all these hooded people. And allegedly that that was all the major, a lot of the major leaders of the world, including the terrorist organizations, some in Israel, some in the United States, all the heads of Europe, uh, the Luciferians, the Illuminati, the bankers, the, all the different people with security, usually one or two security, and they were all hooded in that the, the idea was to hasten back then the death of John Paul II, who up above was extremely ill and sick. And they were doing blood sacrifice with the giant and the blue-haired, uh, the blue-eyed, uh, blonde-haired baby girl with the giant. And then allegedly those people had to go up and take blood from the sacrifice and make an upside-down cross on their head. At a certain moment in that whole program, it was allegedly Hugo Chavez who said, you're all a bunch of devil worshipers. I am getting out of here and leaving, and he takes off with the security. It caused a major hubbub. BBG allegedly uh, dropped the uh, or set down the book of spells and tried to reestablish order. Somebody of the MMV who was in there stuck in, grabbed the book of spells, all right, snuck out with that, and then Chavez made his way out the secret exit into the midst of this whole thing. Well, not too long after that, he got the quick cancer, if you know what I mean. So because of all these things and all the stuff that has passed, the water has passed on the bridge, the timelines are so different from the what the New World Order thought was going to be a reset of the currency and equaling out of the United States down to the level of a, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, the standard of living of uh, Italy, okay, something like that, or uh, Eastern European country and everybody coming up to that. Maybe everybody lives like people did in, uh, oh, I don't know, Croatia, Romania, somewhere like that, okay, and then taking the U.S. down, doing the, you know, the switch, putting in their full Agenda 21 and and crushing and pushing into the big cities, which will be totally technically uh, and physically uh, 
gulag, so you can't get out of them, and you're in the grinder all the time with, uh, uh, you know, chips in your body, uh, marks on your forehead, tattoos on you, whatever it is they're going to use as the mark of the beast to control you. Not only control your body, but control your mind, control the foods you eat, the weather you have, the temperature you experience, all the different things, okay? Now, the Illuminati, you see, after grinding down the population to no more than 500 million population planet Earth, all right? That is in the Georgia Guidestones. Georgia Guidestones. Population planet Earth, no more than 500 million, all right? That's the number that the old father of economics, okay? You know? If you uh, email me at RadioHawk777 at Hotmail.com, if you email me who the father of economics was, who supposedly created, came up with the 500 million figure, then I will I will say, hey, you got that into me. But that's something to think about, all right? He's the one that came up with the 500 million, all right? And they're still trying to deal with that only. And then they want to live and repopulate and rewild the planet, put dinosaurs and woolly mammoths and all the different animals. Then they will have like uh, all the equivalent of Tiger Tops Hotel in Kenya or whatever. You know, Tiger Tops Hotel, the famous one in the trees, like a high-quality five-star hotel where you live like Tarzan in the trees and the animals are all out there. But they want to have that and have certain corridors, and then maybe, you know, the top people, Illuminati, then would have, say, oh, I don't know, uh, 10,000 managerial types just get rid of and sacrifice and grind and kill and soil it green, grind them up, uh, you know, behead the population of the people, and then have a management technological class, and then most all manual work would be done by robots and cyborgs, okay? So now how are they going to do that? Well, they're going to do some interesting things. But be that as it may, we're very ready for war, and we're going to be ready for war because the people at the high-end level of the Luciferian chessboard on the U.S., all over the world are going to push, <coughs> push this thing to war to get the killing started. All right. And if you don't believe me, then here's what you ought to believe. And you ought to pay attention. You know, like I've told you, Ezekiel 38, 39, that's the Gog Magog war. That's, that's already started. Okay. But here you go. Four nations shall, okay, and many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, and see that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes in diverse places. The Cascadia subzone is getting ready to pop. If you live in it, try to figure out where you would go or how you can 
exit and what way you would go based upon, a, say, an 8 or a 9 earthquake and then maybe the pop-off of a two, three volcanoes. All right? Where do you go? What do you pre prepare with? How do you run or do you stay put and then, you know, <coughs> figure out what to do after? So you're going to have nations arise against nations. That's war. And there shall be famines. They're already working on the famine aspect. They're destroying food crops all over the world, all over the United States in particular right now. And if you have looked at the MIMIC TPW2 from the University of Wisconsin, the Tropical Moisture, but it's MIMIC, M-I-M-I-C, TPW2, okay, and if you look at the various domains, look at the domains and you'll see the real-time stuff. And if you've seen in the last few days, there was an electromagnetic energy construct, sort of like a paddle from the game of Pong, let's say, that was pushing down cold Canadian and, and Arctic air, pushing it down let's say, from the northeast to the uh, southwest, which was pushing it down and pushing it on out into uh, California, Washington, you know, uh, Montana, Idaho, Oregon, etc., and northern California. And then that then was pushing that, and then there was another paddle or energy construct, something that is visible on this system I've told you about, that was then showing you it was then moving from the middle of the Pacific and pushing up counterclockwise flow into Northern California and a storm, and there's been all kind of rain, and a lot of that rain is going into the Oroville area, and that dam is still up there. And they can take that dam out by tectonic weapons. Tectonic weapons is an earthquake weapon. All right? You zap it, pow, kaboom. But the minute you also have it filled up and then the Department of Water Resources in California, allegedly, from what I hear, is lying through their teeth on the amounts of water and all the stuff there and the, how they're releasing it and what have you. Because when you release the water on that thing, apparently it creates a vibration that actually takes out the spillway and the dam itself. So if you're not releasing water when you say you are, then that's a lie. And why are they doing it? I think because at some point they want to actually flood on down the river and down the valley and flood the heck out of the valley and, and kill thousands and evacuate all kind of hundreds of thousands of you know, maybe a million or more people and destroy a large portion of the food crops, which haven't already been destroyed from fire or from uh, drought, okay? But put a lot of that out of the commission, plus all of the stuff that has taken place, and we're still getting snow melt from the mountains still going in, plus tons of rain into the Missouri, Mississippi, uh, Illinois rivers, uh, all the different feeding rivers, the Raccoon River, the, you know, all the different ones that feed into the Mississippi and Missouri complex. 
and you destroyed all the millions of calves, the hundreds of thousands of, and then with the pig Ebola, the pig flu or whatever it is worldwide that the Chinese has seemed to have, that is destroying millions of hogs nationwide, okay? So when you talk about food cost, you're getting interesting type of things. Now I'm going to tell you something at a slightly lower level of the old Lucy chessboard, something that's going on that still hits at that. Thanks to information out of the Carolinas from uh, Lady J, there is a large uh, farmer supply type company. I don't know the exact name of it. I do, but I'm not telling you. And they cannot do any business, at least in their area down there in the Carolinas, and maybe nationwide because somebody has hijacked with ransomware their entire computer system. Now, at a certain point in time, I'm going to get me a little logbook and a cigar box and a roll of change and some dollars, single dollars and stuff, and an old zip, uh, an old zip it through the old uh, uh, credit card deal, you know, where you get the form and you go click, click, and you make an impression of it and take your chances on the bad credit and sell to the farmers. But here you've got a whole scenario where nobody's buying, able to buy from this company, which is a, a multi-hundreds of millions of dollar big corporation, Farm Supply. They're being held ransom, and they can't sell seed, uh, feed for cattle, feed for chickens, feed for hogs. They can't do any of it. Fertilizer, fuel to the farmers, whatever it is they're selling, tools, uh, all the different items that you would buy at a farm supply store, okay? The fact is, is that also California, thank you, uh, Crazy Horse, too, uh, California is bankrupt, completely bankrupt, and they need that dam to rebuild and to get the federal money. Or perhaps they can't get the federal money, they just invite the red Chinese in under Biden, okay, or Karma Chameleon Harris, all right, and bring them on in and bring in, they'll print some money in, in red China, all right. But at a certain point in time, here's the interesting thing. There are so many good people that listen to this show that in their own mind, they cannot conceive of the ultimate evil or of an evil that's that bad. Some can't. Don't get me wrong. Some of you have fought it or been up against it or have actively uh, struck it between the eyes or in the shins like old Hawk does. But the fact is that people say, good people say, well, don't they understand they're going to destroy? They won't have any food either. Well, the fact is the evil people, uh, I know this for one fact. I knew or heard uh, this was back in the uh, late 90s, mid to late 90s. I remember hearing from a somebody involved that knew a lot about Mountain House and how many cases they were shipping and all that kind of stuff. And I heard the story of a uh, very wealthy uh, guy that was either in uh, Colorado or in Jackson Hole. It may have been Jackson Hole. 
one of the Rockefeller types or somebody up there that has that kind of a deep underground bunker house, which the Bushes had one up there, a lot of people, the Rockefeller. But it was either there in Colorado, and they actually, somebody physically saw, they brought semi-trucks up, they put conveyors, took a window out to go into the basement, you know, one of the big windows, uh, like a, uh, uh, not a walkout basement so much as maybe the, uh, the big window well where you could break the window out and climb out, that kind of a, a deal. And they put a conveyor belt into a basement there and they put what they estimated for a family of four, they put what they estimated was 20 years supply of mountain house cases of food. Three days, you know, and three, three squares a day and a, and a treat, you know, for 20 years for those people. There are people doing that. I also know of some of my very wealthy people. I know some, one at least, who bought their own private submarine and have stocked it. We'll be back in a Hello there, and welcome to the bottom of the hour. This is Darren Craddock for Inner Health Botanicals, sole sponsor of the Survive to Thrive radio network, bringing you the Hawk on Thursdays and Fridays, Nurse Amy and Dr. Bones on Tuesdays, and myself with Total Health Freedom on Mondays and Wednesdays. We are all here to keep you informed and tell you more about how to stay healthy and aware. We talk on staying well naturally, being prepared, growing your own, and more. With the right tools, foods, and information, we give you the kind of truth that will set you free. Please support our network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to talk on SurviveToThrive.net. And I'm going to tell you what. You can still get the 40-day, 40-night pails of long-term storage food, high-quality organic food from Inner Health Botanicals. You can go to uh, the phone and call them at 866-762-9238, 866-762-9238. Or you can go to www.innerfood.com, innerfood.com. Now, if you get on there, you tell them you want all the discounts for quantity and the specials and anything you get for listening to Old Hawk. And I'm going to tell you that uh, you can't get enough of it and put enough of it up. I would also get if you use other types of long-term storage foods or if you're canning your own or doing a combination or you're buying canned goods, you know, that extra can of chunky soup. And, uh, old body, uh, old BC body cop up there in the Chicago area, he likes the, uh, junky soup. But, uh, and God bless you up there. But the, uh, fact of the matter is, is that you need to stretch whatever you've got, if you can, by drinking a shake or two a day. And there are other meal replacement powders if you don't like the green inner food type drink, 
They have other meal replacement protein powders that you can get at Enter Health Botanicals. And be sure and tell them old Hawk sent you, okay, and uh, that you appreciate them putting the signal out uh, on Hawk's show. Now, the other factor here is we're talking about all this timing, all these things. And I've told you for years and years and years, and I've stayed on the theme because now what I'm telling you is starting to all develop. I've tried to give you as much based on what the Lord told me to do and what the Archangel Michael recruited me to work for Lord Jesus to strike blows against his enemies and to warn you about what is coming. And I've done and been obedient as to what I'm supposed to do and by golly, a lot of you have had a, uh, a leg up to get this stuff going, and a lot of you are prepared. But keep being prepared. And a lot of others are now saying, uh-oh, doggone it, Hawk was right. And you know why old Hawk's right a lot of the time is because he reads you what Lord Jesus has to say in the red-letter edition parts of the Bible. And one of the things that he says is, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Now he tells you in Luke 21, in his own words also, that if you are going to be taken out and betrayed, who's going to betray you per Jesus? Who does he say will betray you? Verse 16, Luke 21, And ye shall be betrayed, both by parents and brethren and kinsfolks and friends, and some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not an heir of your head perish in your patience. Possess ye your souls. But Jesus says again in Matthew 24. And this is why I know. Now, I've seen recently somebody say that this is just for the Jews. This is not for the Christians, and the Christians are going to get raptured. Or that's the implication. And they're talking about coming wars and all that, but they, they talk like that's just going to be experienced by the Jews. But Jesus doesn't say that. He says... One of them that are with child and of them that give suck in those days, but pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. But the elect does not necessarily mean 
everybody who says that they're a Christian. The gate is a lot narrower and straighter, you see. That's what I think. And that's what I know. And I pray that I just am obedient enough and repentant enough because, you see, the sin thing is, is something that I was not chosen because I was Mr. Clean, uh, cleany, cleany, weeny, uh, you know, uh, little milk toast, little nice little guy, you know. I wouldn't like that because I would not have the ability to strike the blow against the Lucys unless I knew them or knew what they were up to or had confronted that type of evil. All I can tell you is Lord Jesus will pick you for jobs that you don't think you even know about. And he doesn't necessarily pick you because you're this, that, or the other. He picks you because he knows that you're the best person to do the job at the time. And if you stick with him, he will keep you in the game. He will tell you that he's going to wash you clean if you keep repenting of your sins and keep asking him to be your savior and stick with him, the true commander-in-chief then I'm going to tell you what, there is power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus, you know. You want to keep old Hawk in the game, and I hope you do. I hope you do, because this is what keeps me in the game, all right? Anything can be said is most welcome and most needed. Federal Reserve Notes, uh, Ounce of silver, silver dollar, silver dime, piece of gold, platinum, whatever it might be, a check, a money order. Send it to Hawk, H-A-W-K, 3965 West 83rd Street, number 356, Prairie Village, Kansas, 66208, Hawk, 3965 West 83rd Street, Number 356, Prairie Village, Kansas, 66208. And may the Lord Jesus return it to you 10,000-fold. I'm going to tell you what. And God bless all those who send me a letter or card or just say hi. Or you can always reach me email-wise, radiohawk777 at hotmail.com. And I try to answer people when I can. So there you are. Now, the fact of the matter is, we're looking at this scenario, and the war is already starting to start. Now, here's a couple things that I found in the last few days that I think are the big, the big keys, and that is they have already started to evacuate all of the relatives, friends, family, non-essential personnel, the clerks, the certain clerks and things, from the embassies in Iraq and in, and in Qatar and Bahrain. They're starting to move those people out and also in Venezuela. Because this time when this war starts for real, and when you see that, just like I told you, did I not tell you about the boats and the missiles that the Iranians have? Have I not told you about that since 2004 and warned the Pentagon about putting carrier groups into that little bitty pond? 
if you're going to go in there, then you better go in heavy, and you better go in heavy and ready to go now and attack now and take out Tehran, take out Nantaz, take out Isfahan, take out Tabriz, take them all out and take them down, and take them all the way down into the deep underground and to get the Ayatollahs and what have you. If you don't go in heavy like that, then they'll put a two million man army out, all screaming Mimi Jihadis, eating and smoking the hashish and the speed pills they got for them. And they'll put the Republican guards on you and then they'll also activate inside the United States, Hezbollah. All the different people they support in the terror world. Revolutionary guards can come over and can be Ahmed Sanchez, you see. Speak probably real good Spanish. Everybody I knew from the Middle East, I used to know some Lebanese, good Lebanese people. They were Lebanese Christian fighters. Talk about, you know, bullet holes. Uh, They had them. And uh, sprayed from automatic weapon fire at an angle over across their body. By the grace of God, they survived, one of them. But knowing that guy and knowing all of that kind of scenario, you've got to understand that those people are going to come for you. They're going to come hard. They're tough. And I also know that all those people spoke at least four or five languages. The Lebanese guy spoke, uh, uh, obviously, uh, Farsi, uh, Arabic, uh, Farsi, uh, French, English. Uh, he spoke Spanish and Russian, all right? Some of them speak Chinese. Some of them speak this. Some of them speak the other. But the fact is, they can speak Chinese real easy, or they can speak Spanish real easy. Come across the border, have the mustache, the beard, the dark hair, and they come across and they say, oh, I'm Ahmed Sanchez, you know. Or I'm, uh, you know, uh, Senor Marimba, you know. Whatever. And they've been coming across and coming across the Comanche Trail for years, and they're deeply embedded in the United States fabric. We've already had terrorism in the United States, have we not? And we're still getting the sabotage, whether it be the Russian Spetsnaz doing the overture items, or it be somebody they hired. So, ask and it shall be given you Seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Pray about all this stuff to the Lord. Take it to the Lord in prayer, and I think you'll find that what Jesus is telling you, and if you go on in and read about the four horsemen, which are getting ready to ride, you're going to see it. Now, the fact is, they didn't get Trump with all of the uh, Mueller report and all of that, and now, with Durham, being appointed by Barr, it looks like that the uh, 
information has now come out about Brennan, who allegedly had converted to Islam, okay, and about Clapper, clap on, clap off, clapper, and about how they're the ones, most likely, that told Comey to include the dossier to go against Trump. So this was a coup d'etat attempt by Brennan and Clapper for Obama and Hillary and all of them and Susan Rice and Valerie Jarrett allegedly with Comey, Strzok, Page, Baker, at least Nellie or Bruce told the truth to a great degree, it looks like, and warned DOJ and FBI about the dossier, but they're going to go after it. Now, that doesn't mean that everything is going to get out to the public. It might mean that Barr lets some of the CIA boys, uh, maybe Brennan or Clapper, off the hook, but bloodies them a little bit, but lets them off the hook and puts it on to Comey. Uh, but all that remains to be seen. Now, allegedly this week or next, President Trump is supposed to declassify all the information all the names, the stuff about the FISA court, all of it. He's supposed to be declassifying it, all right? If that starts to come out, then that will start to heat up, and that will have to be discussed at a national level and be more visible. And then that throws a monkey wrench into what the Democrats are trying to do. And because of all of those things... And the banking wish to reset the currencies and all of that stuff. And the, the Chinese yuan was supposed to be, the renminbi was supposed to be the currency by now. And then Trump threw a monkey wrench and all of that. And all the Luciferian bankers out of London and Geneva and Frankfurt and Paris and New York City and L.A. and Riyadh and Shanghai and Beijing... All those people are behind on their schedule because you got a house of cards. You see, a house of cards and house of debt, they just keep papering over it, papering over it, and it gets weaker. And the United States' total real debt is closer to $240 trillion. That's according to Professor Lawrence Kotlikoff, Lawrence Kotlikoff of Boston, up there, I believe it's Boston University or maybe Boston College. But Kotlikoff was Ronald Reagan's favorite economist because the guy was telling the truth. And these are the things that you don't understand and people don't get. We've got a low unemployment rate, but we still have a higher labor participation rate where there's a lot of people still not participating. All those people, in a sense, the homeless, are not participating in the economy, and yet we keep putting more and more and more hungry, starving, third-world nation, illegal immigrants in, taking jobs that some of those are Americans. But some of those homeless are not Americans either. And President Trump and his people are think that they get it, and I don't know if they've got it this time. They understood it the last time, but some of the things I see, they don't get it as much this time where we're really at. And they think that what they've done should be enough, and it should be normally, but it isn't. 
because this thing is still bad off. And then the Federal Reserve raised all the rates immediately when it started going well, when they should have let this thing cook on up to about 5% growth rate. 5% we could have got to. And had they have made the getting of the lower interest, the lower tax rate on repopulating your money, which Brady used to talk about, Chairman Brady of Texas was talking about that, that that would be tied to building of plants and bringing manufacturing back in the United States to hire Americans. Now, some of that's been done, but a large amount of it has just gone to buy up their own stock. And then they've still kept their plant in China. And maybe now, because the Chinese are making too much money, maybe we'll just take that to Africa or take it to Vietnam, you see. Those Chinese are wanting a thousand a month. Well, by golly, uh, we, uh, we'll just pay somebody uh, 200 a month, you know, for 25 cents an hour, 50 cents an hour, like in Vietnam. Or in the Middle East, we'll just take them and tell them Allah says work, and they'll work. So I'm telling you, this thing is at a point where the war is more and more and more and more likely. Putin says he's not going to be a fireman. Well, a lot of people say, well, he's going to stay out of it. No, he has got a treaty militarily with the Iranians as the red Chinese do. The red Chinese and everybody has already told everybody that there's the Iranians are doing proxy war. The Iranian army general was on television and he revealed the plans to do missile strikes on U.S. bases in Qatar, United Arab Emirates, and Afghanistan. He's on TV showing them. And then the uh, U.S. government air force has now deployed 20 missiles that could fry the military electronics of North Korea or Iran. Robert Kessler, former Washington Post, Wall Street Journal investigative reporter, is the New York Times best-selling author of the Trump White House. Okay. U.S. Air Force has deployed at least 20 missiles that could zap the military electronics of or with, or with high-powered microwaves, rendering their military capabilities virtually useless without causing any fatalities. Okay. Believe me, there'll be plenty of fatalities when you knock out all the communications and the computers. Because what it'll also do is knock out the goes on the cars. Known as counter electronics, high power, microwave advanced business project. CHAMP. It's the CHAMP project. CHAMP. Counter electronics, high powered microwave advanced missile project. Guys, you really got to stop doing these you know, things that are the, the champs and all the, you know, rhyming words and all that stuff. The missiles were built research lab and tested successfully in 2012. Now we got Shanahan, who's the head of, uh, of, uh, DefSec acting, but will be the head. And he's from Boeing. Well, he would sure like to use a few of them to get another orders. Raytheon is building missiles, Tomahawks and, and Patriot missiles and all kind of stuff like they're going out of style, which they had been because nobody was replenishing the Tomahawks. So you got everybody down there in the Tucson and other places making Tomahawks 
and making Patriot missiles and all the different type of missiles they make because you're going to start shooting the heck out of them in the Persian Gulf. Then they brought back out of the boneyard at Davis Monthan, they're on the side of it. They brought bringing back B-52s now. Wise guy came out. And then they're going to go into the lineup at Barksdale. Well, then Barksdale automatically says, oh, well, we don't use, uh, not all of these B-52s can drop a bomb. Well, why are you telling that to anybody, you dummies? I mean, you know, let them worry about all that crap, you know? You let your good times roll and keep your mouth shut, you know? A little less pay-do-do and a little more, uh, you know, a little more uh, close-order drill. You see what I'm saying? Oh, man, ladies and gentlemen. And then they also said, oh, the B-1Bs, the B-1 bombers, which have been used extensively, because they have less of the Chinese chip type stuff in them that can be hacked or taken out. And they had huge payloads. And they were also hardened up. And I remember old Bob Dornan, B-1 Bob Dornan from Orange County, California. He was one of the first guys taken out whenever California started giving the automatically giving a license, driver's license, to the illegal, illegal aliens from Mexico or from Central America or from wherever, giving everybody a driver's license. Once you got the driver's license, you could then vote. Okay? That's the way it's been in California forever. You could vote. And B1B Bob got taken out in Orange County in his seat by an Hispanic woman who was the first one to take advantage of all of the new voters. But this champ stuff is pretty bad, pretty tough stuff. Now, that's coming out of the hole, all right? At the same time, we talked about the stuff. And then uh, to my to my friend down there, old, uh, old sergeant uh, down in Mississippi, Police sergeant. Well, they popped uh, popped the uh, train there in Hilldale, didn't they? Derailed a big old train. Of course, they blaming it on the flood. And it might have been a little bit of something like that down in Lumberton, Mississippi, or Hillsdale, Mississippi. But uh, the fact is, wasn't somebody on the train aware that there was flooding up ahead? And why did they highball into right into the waters if it was knocking the track on? You'd think they'd have put one of them guys in one of them old flitter uh, flammers, you know, where they uh, pump up and down on the thing and go ahead to see it radio back. Or you think they could have put a plane or a drone up and just halted the train for a short period or slowed down to see if there was something on the track. So I don't necessarily believe they just went on in because it was flooded. Ha ha. I think that they had some help down there, uh, Sarge. I really do. And that y'all ought to look into it. And I believe you're going to find something that took the track out. Uh, and then they blamed it on the quote, end quote, like all the overture stuff is. 
act of God or glitch or just human error or whatever. So the sabotage keeps going on. And then I tell you, the Iranian missiles being put onto the boats. And they can shoot a super sunburn off that boat. And they can have a nuclear warhead on it. And the guys that shoot it are going to go to heaven and get the uh, 72 virgins with the uh, milk and honey. The doe-eyed virgins got the milk and the honey, and they they get to order them around and do whatever that the, the uh, jihadi boy says, you see. You talk about somebody who had them all pumped up on that stuff, and a lot of that came out of the Hashishan, the assassins, the Hashishan, the old men of the mountain, all right? And they used to get everybody, get the young kid, you know, at 13 or 14, where they got a lot of oats, you know, and done sowed so far and all that. And they would get them so high in the hash, they'd take them into a brothel area in a land of milk and honey, and they'd show them the fish, and they'd sit down to kill. Don't go into their loose spirit knife out of fight. Stand for the Lord. Stand for your family and your house. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Man, Dingo Ranger, I know you're ready. MMB, use your high technology, your power, your particle beams, your electromagnetic stuff, and zap those who would zap us. And let's zap them first before they come. Not let them counter punch on us. Oh, Mickey LaPua, Mickey. Targets are gonna pop up in the old scope. With natural and man-made disasters and economic turmoil, if we don't get well prepared, we will most certainly regret it. Good readiness must include storage of high-quality food that will build us up rather than tear us down. Much of the storable food available is full of bad fats, salt, sugar, nutrient-poor refined foods, and even MSG. In response, EnterHealth Botanicals has created our 40-day and 40-night 100% organic preparedness pail. It's GMO-free and has a 10- to 20-year shelf life if stored at 60 degrees or less. Some of the items need cooking, some can be eaten dry, while some can be soaked and sprouted. These are selling out fast at third the price of storable food packages. Call us at 866-762-9238. That's 866-762-9238. Or go to enerfood.com, E-N-E-R-F-O-O-D.com. 866-762-9238. Or go to E-N-E-R-F-O-O-D.com. 